Welcome to Rhema for Today. I've heard people say, actually, you know, bless their hearts, you felt so sorry for him. Said, you know, they think they're somebody. No, they don't. We think somebody's living in us. Hallelujah. No, we don't think we're somebody from the natural standpoint that I'm something big and something great. No, we think somebody. We know. We know. We know. We know. We know. Hallelujah. He's somebody. Glory to God. Glory to God. And he lives in me. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today, Kenneth E. Hagan wraps up his series on Praying with All Kinds of Prayer, Volume 5. Stay tuned for this teaching. Later in today's program, Ken and Lynette will tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. Hallelujah! See, he's saying this over here in the 6th chapter, and really, at the end of the 5th chapter, he said, For he has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteous of God. So we are the righteousness of God. All right, what fellowship is righteousness with unrighteousness? None. None. That's the reason he said, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, because you don't have any fellowship. I never could figure for my life how in the world that a Christian would marry a sinner, how they're going to have any fellowship. They've got a relationship, but no fellowship. Marriage is based on relationship first and fellowship second. Relationship without fellowship is an insipid thing. And the same way we're being joined together, hooked up in people in business or anything else. Be not unequally yoked together. One of our board members told me several years ago, said, Brother Hagin, at count meeting time, I had some of them to pray about. I told Patsy about it. And then we, we uh, Patsy and Mom and I and several of us prayed individually about it. And then I had to pray about it. But he said to me, I went in with another fellow. I really thought he was a Christian. But see, you can't go with just what you think. Because a person's a church member doesn't make them a Christian. That's right. Amen? Amen? That doesn't make them a Christian. Just because they're a member of a church and go to church. That's right. I said, you, you could be a member of the AAA automobile thing, you know, and could go in a garage, but that wouldn't make you an automobile. <laughs> Amen? Amen? Or you could live in a mule barn, but that wouldn't make you a mule. Right. you got to be born that way. you got to be born a Christian. you got to be born again. Amen. So he thought this fellow was a Christian, and they bought some property. In fact, the two of them together give about $2.5 million for some property, and there's one freeway there, and they built another one, so it's right here where four free, you know, I mean, actually there's a, there's a cross in here and there's, there's, you know, two different freeways or, or, or four different, whatever you say, crosses or whatever. Valuable land. Somebody wanted to buy it from them and put in a shopping center. They give two and a half million for it. They wanted to give them 13 to 14 million for it. Just in a matter of a, a few years, you see. Three or four years, just less than five years. Boy, that's a good profit, isn't it? Well, he said, I thought about why don't we, to me and the other man, why don't we just put it in ourselves? Put the shopping center in ourselves. We own the land. Well, that's fine with him. But then he, uh, this man began to do things that wasn't just exactly right. See, because he's a partner, you know, they're, they're 50-50. And, and I knew, boy, if that comes out, we're in trouble. If I, and he's a Christian, full gospel Christian, spirit-filled Christian. 
you know what, you're in trouble. I'm, I'm not going to do things like that. In the area of business, you know, it's underhanded. It's, it's not right. Oh, he said, I mean, if it come out, you know, and, you know, it could cost you a lot of money or you could be sent to the penitentiary. I'm not going to do it. So I just simply said to him, I'm not going to go along with all this. You know, just little by little, different practices and different things. That's not going to do it. He said, I'll just uh, buy you out or you buy me out. Well, then that run into some difficulty. Because you see, it's worth a whole lot more now, but he wants to give him just what he put in it. That way he don't make a dime. Not one single penny. Got his money, million, little over a million dollars. I think about two million and a half altogether. So a million and a quarter of a million dollars. Tied up for about five years and didn't make a penny off of it. But he offered to buy him out and give him extra money, you see. I mean, profit on it. It's good profit. So he said, I don't know. I'm just going to have to get out of it somewhere. Now you pray for him. So we prayed. Thank God it worked out well for him. Amen. I believe God undertook for it. But nonetheless, he got into trouble because he got unequally yoked together. Amen. You need to be careful wherever we are in life, marriage, business, or whatever it is about being unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Amen. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? Amen. None whatsoever. Amen. And what communion hath light with darkness? See, the believer is called righteousness. The unbeliever is called unrighteousness. The believer is called light. The unbeliever is called darkness. Well, what communion can, can light have with darkness? None whatsoever. None whatsoever. And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Concord, is a better way to say it, is what agreement, in other words? Has Christ with Belial? None whatsoever. And what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. That's who we are. Amen. amen. I said amen. amen. Ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said. Well, what did God say? I will dwell in them. Dwell means live in them and walk in them. I'll be their God and they shall be my people. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory to God. That's glorious truth. Amen. Facts of God's word. But now, see, you go to preach to that, bless their hearts, and, and they think you're saying, like this fellow I was talking to, they think you're saying that you are God. I said, dear Lord, of course you're not saying you are God. Just because God's dwelling in you don't make you God. Amen. But thank God he's in there. Yes. You see, our problem is this. So much of the church has majored in the minors, things are minor, and some of them not even really true. You know, and they've been preached and taught. The church has been preached to like they were sinners and talked to, you know, like they were unbelievers. And they've all got an inferiority complex. Amen. You know, I'm poor and weak, nothing, just a worm. <laughs> well, from a natural standpoint, all that may be true, but we're not walking in the flesh. We're walking in the spirit. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. 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 As God has said, you're the temple. You're the temple. You are the temple. You are the temple of the living God. These people had temples all around there. 
built to different gods and an image of that God up in that temple. But he said, you're the temple of the Those are dead gods. That's right. But you're the temple of the living God. Amen. As God has said, what did God say? I will dwell in them. I'll dwell in them. Amen. I'll dwell in them. Amen. I'll dwell in them. That means I'll live in them. Yes. Your dwelling place is the place where you live, your home, isn't it? Amen. I'll dwell in them. I'll walk in them. Yes. I'll be their God. They'll be my people. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 I've heard people say, actually, you know, bless their hearts, you felt so sorry for him. Said, you know, they think they're somebody. No, they don't. We think somebody's living in us. Hallelujah. No, we don't think we're somebody from the natural standpoint that I'm something big and something great. No, we think somebody. We know. We know. We know. We know. We know. somebody. Glory to God. Glory to God. And he lives in me. So when things like that, I was awakened, like I said, remember what I said, we'll go back to that. And, and, and I said, Lord, you, you awakened me. I begin to look on the inside of me. See, well, what's this all about? Well, I had this urge to pray. I, I, I realized as I began to seek inside me that some of my family. Uh, it's difficult to teach people. You'll just have to learn for yourself. Amen. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons of God. Amen. Spiritual things, it's hard to, to get over to people with natural words. Amen. But I just knew on the inside of me, I didn't know who it was, that some of the family, some of our immediate family, is life is in danger. And I said, Lord, I don't know for what to pray is all here. I'm just going to trust you. I'm going to trust the Holy Ghost that's in me to help me pray about this and pray this thing as we say, pray it through. So lying there just in bed, never did get loud enough to disturb my wife. She just slept right on through it. Well, I prayed for about an hour and a half. And then I knew whatever it was, I've got the victory because you see, I began to laugh in the spirit and sing in tongues. Amen. The heaviness is gone. The lightness is there. Then I went off to sleep. Now, this doesn't happen very often. But whatever it was, I knew I had. But I went off to sleep. When I went off to sleep, then I dreamed. In my dream, I was in Shreveport, Louisiana. I was standing across the street, you see, from this hotel. I saw the sign there and all. I saw an ambulance coming, red lights are flashing. Stopped there at the hotel. Then I'm inside the hotel. And I saw my youngest brother, who was backslidden at the time, wasn't living for God, had been saved filled spirit, but really wasn't living for God. Not as he ought at least. And, and, and he became sick in the nighttime and he called the desk and then passed out. And I saw them put him in the ambulance. The ambulance race away. And then I'm standing in the corridor of the hospital. And the doctor came out, didn't lift up his head. He came up to me and said, he's gone. And in my dream, I said, no doctor, he's not gone. He looked up at me and said, did you understand he's dead? I said, no, he's not dead. He said, what makes you say that? I said, the Lord Jesus Christ. In my dream, he said, oh, you're one of them. <laughs> Turned around and opened the door of this room. I followed him in. There was a body lying on a bed with a sheet pulled up over the head. He jerked that sheet down and said, look for yourself. We looked about that time, he blinked his eyes and opened them. 
started talking. He turned at me in the dream now, and the doctor said, well, you must know something I didn't know. I said, I sure did. Sure did. You're listening to Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. You know, our products for uh, this week is... Four CDs, yes. Releasing God's power through prayer. You know, I was... uh, This says back here, it says, In these last days, God will work through men and women whose lives are full of His power and anointing. And it says you receive that power and anointing through prayer. Right. And I got my book called Power Up, Getting Charged with God's Power. Yes. A battery has to continually be recharged Mm -hmm. or it runs out of its juice to do anything. That's right. And we spiritually have to continually be recharged Mm -hmm. in order to continually stay on top on the spiritual side. So, hey... uh, that's a normally thirty nine ninety five for the two. It, we're offering them for twenty one ninety five. That's eighteen dollars savings. That's so, a good savings. Yes, it is. So yes. just go there to rama.org and and order that right there on the internet, and they'll ship it out to you and get it out to you right away. But get a hold of these these two things. They're very very important. You know, honey, I was just thinking this would be a good uh, something to give to someone. Right. You know, so many times you have a friend and you know that they need some help in an area, yeah. well, th- this book and these CDs would be a oh, very good be a gift. Very, very great gift. Don't delay. Call today. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rama.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Monday, Ken Hagen will start a new and exciting teaching. That's next week here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagen. We're looking forward to you being with us next week. Have a great weekend.